I'm Keaton. I'm Laura. And we love stories and talking about stories. So we're looking at the Bible as a story that's filled with real people. And we're hoping that if we um, show the human side of these people in the story, um, that we'll see God is real too. That's right. We want to try to read the Bible with curiosity and maybe let our imagination do more work than it gets to do when we read scripture sometimes. So we're going to start with the question, what did these people eat for breakfast? And we're going to see where it takes us. How did they start their day? And how did the rest of the day go? Welcome to the Breakfast Translation. Keaton, let's get, we're going to get dark here today mm-hmm. on the Breakfast Translation. Yeah. We're talking about last meals. So we're in the part of Luke where we saw that Jesus has been making people more and more upset. We looked at the, the Zacchaeus story, but there's actually several more stories in these closing chapters of Luke where Jesus upsets people. There are several times where they come to him and they ask him a question and he kind of plays with their minds a little bit. He doesn't really answer their questions. He just upsets them. So by the time we get to Luke 22 or so, he has angered all the religious folks in town. And they, Luke tells us they're kind of just quietly watching him, trying to figure out a good strategic time to arrest him and bring him to trial. And so as we get to the story of the Last Supper, like, I don't know if you can like feel it. I think if you just sit down and read Luke in one sitting, you would, you would feel the tension rising, right? Like if there was music behind it, it would be like cello strings, you know, like mm-hmm. something heavy and moody. And yeah. Brooding. Yeah. You would feel that like the, the tension coming up. And so that's where we are. Um, Jesus, I think himself, he senses like things are getting serious. It's hard to tell if his, his disciples are catching on to this. They've got to be figuring out that, that there's more and more buzz every time they go through the city or every time they, a crowd is around them. Um, but we find them in this moment where we know it as the last supper, but it's hard when you're reading it to know if they know yeah, that it's the last supper. Yeah, I was just supper. thinking through that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's just, we'll, we'll ease into the darkness of this story. But uh, if you knew, like, let's say there was an app that told you when you were going to die. <laughs> I'm grateful there's okay, not. <laughs> we're not easing into darkness, but let's yeah. say there was. And, or you knew that, um, you know, you knew you were going to like move to a different country or something. You had like one last good Ohio American breakfast. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're not going to die. You're just going to move. But yeah, <laughs> but Perfect. What, we'll what, talk about that or later. Or you're, you're 99 years old and you have one last good breakfast. Yes. What, what would you make that breakfast? I would definitely do a box of donuts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was very nostalgic. All growing up, um, my favorite thing was Saturday mornings. My dad would sneak out early, put yeah. on his baseball hat and pick up a bunch of donuts. And okay. That's what I would want. Like a variety box? Mm-hmm. All right. A variety box. That's funny because I, I also went for just nostalgia. So yeah, my, my first thought was also not like, oh, I want a four course meal. It wasn't fanciness. I, I went... I would just want a nostalgia and I think I would pick cinnamon rolls because that was also like our Saturday morning comfort food mm-hmm. growing up. So I think I would go for memories over the experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, so, you know, part of this is like thinking about this on a human level that even if it's just Jesus himself who understands this is the last supper, right? There's something he's trying to do with his friends, with his closest people in this moment. Um, do you have any, like, have you ever had like a last meal? Like it's, 
you're getting ready, you're not going to see these friends for a long time? Or do you have any like things that your family or your friends have done that you know the meal is more than just the meal? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I don't get to see my grandparents a whole lot since they live six, seven hours away. Um, so every time we stay there in the morning, we have a, a big old send off breakfast before we make the drive home. And they're always sending us out the door with goodie bags and things like that. Yeah. That, the breakfast table, it's always very, um, we're talking about like cheerful things, but the grandparents are always tearful and it feels very special, yeah. even though we're going about our normal, normal morning. Yeah. And it's a little bit of a ritual sounds mm-hmm. like that you do this every time yeah. that you can. Yeah. That's what I think is interesting about the, the meal part of it is because I think there's a lot of things where it's like we, it's significance is in the meal. Right. And, um, like weddings and funerals always involve food. And I always wonder, like, is it, does the, does the food seal it has importance, has important, does it help us pay attention or does it ease the attention? Mm-hmm. Like that having the food has an excuse or a thing we do together takes the sting away sometimes or, or does it add importance or take it away? I can't quite tell, you know what right. I mean? It seems to do both simultaneously because yeah. it does definitely add a sense of normalcy. Um, and, and like you said, a distraction, you get to pick up your, even, even with drinks, you get to pick up your coffee mug right. and you get to look down at your plate when you need to. And it feels human. It makes it bearable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, it centers you a little bit in the moment. Um, my thought was, you know, in addition to just abstractly that this is a thing we always do are these like final moments or final meals. But, um, my sister who provides our music, Chris, uh, she, when she was diagnosed with cancer, there was a couple years in, it was getting clear that the treatment was not doing what it was supposed to do. And the cancer had spread all over her, uh, her, her liver and her spine. And, uh, she didn't want to die at home. She wanted to go to a hospice center. And so on the way to hospice, we stopped at Bob Evans, which almost sounds like silly, Mm -hmm. except that it made so much sense to us, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was, it was already such a bizarre thing because you're, you're not going into the hospital thinking you're coming out. You're going to a place knowing this is the last stop. Right. And so there was something to just that one last, because we, Bob Evans was like a comfort place for us. Mm -hmm. And so there was something about, let's stop it, Bob Evans and have one one more round. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's funny is I, I've never, I can't go back to that particular Bob Evans, uh, you know, right. like I can go to other it Bob Evans. sacred, I'm sure. Yeah. Cause it just feels like, and again, it's like, I don't know, is that, is that just to help us like to take the sick and if it's away or is that, it, or did it add it, you know, that it made it this moment that I'll never forget that part of it because it was sealed with a. Uh, Cause there's something tied to memory, I think, right. Mm-hmm. As we get into the last supper, Jesus very clearly has intention around this and there's things he wants his followers and his friends to remember. And it's almost like the meal seals it mm-hmm. in their brain. I don't remember a lot of other things about that day, but I remember, you know, stopping at Bob Evans. Um, and so I, I think there's something about it that just gets our attention that makes us sit in the moment. Um, and maybe it helps us pay attention to each other. It helps us pay attention to what we ourselves are processing. And so here we are, Jesus' last meal with his friends. Now, I will say, this is the kind of thing that most of us have a picture that pops up in our brain, 
mm-hmm. of this Last Supper, right? Um, because it's been painted. It's yeah. Um, we think of the, is it Da Vinci? Why am I not? I think so. I know. I was nervous <laughs> that you're going to ask me because <laughs> that's something this we should is, both know. This is your nightmare. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I Where they're all like sitting on the same side of the table. Right. It's already, they've made <laughs> it weird. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about Jews making it weird. At least one weird thing about it is that Da Vinci painted them all like as if they're on a TV sitcom. Yes. <laughs> where nobody can turn their back to the camera. Right. Um, when I think of it, the, one of the first things that pops up in my head is one of my most used GIF gifts. GIF gifts. <laughs> is, is of The Last Supper. Uh-huh. Uh, I, my, I know the one. <laughs> my number one GIF gift is Mariah Carey putting her sunglasses on. Okay. But my number two GIF gift that I use that I find most appropriate for most of my text responses <laughs> Is the Last Supper with Snoop Dogg uh-huh. in the place of Jesus uh-huh. doing a little dance? Yep. Yeah. Is that what's your? Do you know what your most used gift no, gift is? No, I don't know what mine is. Um, but is it, is curious, it biblical? It, it's probably biblical. It probably has something to do with Snoop Dogg <laughs> in place of Christ. But what what sort of scenarios do you use it in? It, it, it works uh, it for so many works. things. It always works. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times it's very technical, like it's actual church things. That people have, like, we're going back and forth about church things, and so it it feels just right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, it, anytime I just want to throw it in there, it has importance and meaning and significance. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we get to decide. That's the fun part about GIFGIF conversation, yes. right? Is It's got layers to it. Yes. Um, so... I do think we have sort of an imagination of, of this story, but let's go over some of the highlights, right? What do you know about the Last Supper? Is there anything that you think of first when you think of it, other than that they all sat on the same side? Uh, yeah, they. Um, I think of bread and wine. Okay, yeah, because there are these really crucial, right? The reason we remember that is because Jesus tells them, think of these, like he says something significant around these things. Yes. So when they, when he breaks the bread, he says something about, this is my body yeah, broken for you. Mm-hmm. And he attaches these words to bread and, and gives them this moment so mm-hmm. that they don't forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he pours the wine, he says, I'm not going to have this again until I have it with you someday in another place in another, like whatever mm-hmm. he's trying to say there. Uh, and so that's become sort of a foundation for our communion moment. But it's hard to know if they knew what he was saying, you know, right, right. like if you were out with your friends and you had never read the story and some guy broke the bread and said, this is like my body, mm-hmm. this thing, it'd be weird, okay, okay, right? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe no more drinks for you, right? Because yeah, it would seem like if I'm, when we're reading it, we know already right. what's going on, but that's a, a pretty bizarre thing to say, but Jesus tends to make it weird every once in a while. Right. That's like all he does Uh here. And if that's not weird enough, he also says, Hey, by the way, one of you is about to betray me. (laughs) You know? Right. Have you ever been to a meal where somebody said that? (laughs) No. Thank, let's not. just be thankful for that, yeah. right? That we don't run in those kind of circles. I kind of, I kind of hope that might happen to me someday. <laughs> yeah. And so here he is in this moment, and he. The other thing that we don't get in Luke, but John gives us this story that before he says all these weird things, the other thing that he does is he washes their feet. Also, has not happened to me. Yeah, that's that's a shame. A yeah. Um, and, it, and he layers this meaning to it in John that he he tells them that the same way you've seen me serve you, you're supposed to serve the world, right? And mm-hmm. so in this moment of all these like last things, these 
of most importance things. These like lock this in your brain so you don't forget it, right? Because that's what's happening in these, these last moments so is the hope that you will stay connected to each other somehow. Um, and so in these moments where he's like reaching for these final connections, the things he emphasizes is his, his ongoing presence with them, uh, the call to service, but then the reality of, of their human moment is that somebody's coming after him. Right. And we've been talking about this growing tension. Um, and it's not even just Judas, right? We know it's Judas. That's at least one of the betrayals, but we know that Simon Peter, who's been like this super vocal, like nobody comes between me and my Jesus guy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that Jesus predicts that even Simon Peter is going to betray him and, and turn his back on him in these final, in these final days. And so it's a very like human story. Um, and of course this is all like leading to the cross and it's also leading to this moment in the garden where Jesus is going to pray. If there was any other way than death, I'd rather have that way. Um, which we don't always know what to, to do with mm-hmm. that super vulnerable, very vulnerable. Uh, but I honestly, I don't know how you feel about the story, but you know, as we're getting closer to the Easter story, to these giant significant moments, this moment of the night before, um, not just the meal, but the moment in the garden where Jesus prays this, could this go another way? Uh, it's actually the reason I'm a person of faith. Wow. <laughs> Cause I don't, I can't imagine that you would make up a God saying, could I just get out of this? Mm-hmm. Like, is there, are we sure? And I don't think you would ever add that if you were making up a religion. Mm-hmm. Like I think that, that crazy vulnerability, even the fact that his closest friends who he's gone to all this work, and he, you know, he's done all this stuff to let them know who he is. They still don't get it. Like, I don't think you would make that up. Mm-hmm. Um, so the things that are most weird, I, I'm glad Jesus makes everything weird. Cause the things, <laughs> the things that are most weird are the things that ultimately give me hope. Mm-hmm. And they're the, like the reason why when we're sitting around at Bob Evans with my sister that I, I have some sense that this might not be the last meal, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's because all of this seems so wild to me that it, it's got to be true. Right? <laughs> and I don't can't know, make this stuff yeah, up. I don't quite know what to make of it, except that that is what Easter means. Like, that's what Easter is to me is just this. It's just a story that's so bizarre. You wouldn't make it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a little bit of the, of the power of it is the humanity of it is this last supper moment and this last night and all the, all the bizarre things that happen around it. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's not quite about breakfast. We have, we have to cheat once in a while, but it does, I think affirm our podcast, which is the most important thing <laughs> that, that the food matters, mm-hmm. right? That it's not just a casual part of the story that God's telling. No, it means something. Yeah. And it's not a casual part of our lives that there's something to be around. That metaphor of table is a big giant deal. Um, so maybe when we wake up and eat breakfast tomorrow, we'll consider eternity or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always more eternity than eternity and orange juice more is happening than we think in right. every meal is maybe, maybe the point there. So nothing but, nothing but death and darkness here mm-hmm. on, on the, the breakfast, breakfast translation. translation. <laughs>